recorder is going. Audio recording is going. So let me double check that I've got this recording master. I do. All right. Dice to Pixels, episode two. <laughs> oh, God. Starts now. Ah! Doesn't, doesn't actually matter that much. It's more for syncing the audio. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. Chad, that's a great shirt you've got on. Thank you. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? A little bit about it? I'm the D&D number one fan. Are you? Yes. Because I'm wearing the shirt. Now, tell me about why that shirt doesn't make sense. Because, I mean, I know, but Scooter doesn't know. Well, Scooter, the icons in the middle are from Magic the Gathering. Are you going to do that voice the whole time? Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) It was a very quirky shirt that we've seen at Origin. Yeah. Devin pointed it out and kind of giggled. Definitely a trigger shirt. I like it. I love it. Yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to our 800 million viewers yeah. of the Dice to Pixels podcast, of which we have yet to post a single episode. Uh, but we do love 7,999,998. Yeah, two of them are just assholes. Yeah. 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 Devin and... No. <laughs> <laughs> Devin twice. <laughs> Devin twice. We love Devin. Devin's great. Uh, Devin, hopefully, is going to join us in the uh, near future. Not tonight. Not tonight. Not and tonight. not episode three either, probably, for partly because we might record episode three tonight as well. Um, this, we'll see how long we talk for. This might be episode two and three. three. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, I need a lot of notes. Yes. Yeah, so we are speculative right now because we haven't even posted episode one to YouTube or Spotify. Uh, so we are recording blind, as it were. And uh, welcome. Yes. Thank you for joining us, as always. Uh, yeah. Why don't... Uh, it sounds like you two are going to kind of run the show tonight. Yeah, you so. know what? We're going we're gonna to kind of call this episode two here. Uh, it's going to be mostly based around uh, Steam Next Fest. Is it now? Yes. What's uh, Steam ne- Next so Fest? So Steam Next Fest was, I believe it was a week-long, yeah. uh, a week-long promotion, I guess you could say, that was on Steam recently, where you had the chance to play a bunch of demos uh, for upcoming games that are to be released within the next six months or so. Oh, and well, possibly, I, yeah, maybe well, farther out. Too. Some of them, some of them are releasing in 2023. Yeah. So, but upcoming games. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So I, and just to be clear, that, that was only partly a question for the viewers uh, yeah. sake. I actually also didn't know. What yeah. that, was, but that sounds really <laughs> yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Sarah was, uh, Sarah was playing around on Steam, uh, the pretty much most the actually the weekend really, yeah. uh, the weekend that it ended, and yeah. downloaded a whole bunch of demos. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to actually get to all of them. Yeah, some of them. Some of them were only for a limited time, it seems. Yeah, but so uh, yeah, Sarah, why don't you start us off? Or would you like me to start with one and then you can do several and then I will finish with one. <laughs> Let's do that, <laughs> yeah. I guess. There's there's two games uh, that I had picked um, when Sarah was looking through them and she felt that they would be uh, really solid for me. Uh, the first one I'll talk about is called Moon Scars. Uh, we'll put links in the description for all these. Um, it's a 2D Metroidvania hack and slash uh, Souls-like game. Very similar, if anybody had the chance to play uh, Blasphemous. Uh, very gothic, gory, 2D, like really hard, Souls-like slasher. And I played that, beat it. Good game. This uh, developed by Black Mermaid Studios. Um, again, yeah, the my first, my first feeling when I started playing it was this is basically Blasphemous, just in a different setting. Um, more kind of Castlevania-ish, uh, that kind of gothic lore vampire werewolf monsters hunter shit like that but do you have a pointy hat no no unfortunately you don't have a pointy hat um combat the gameplay and combat was what to expect from a 2d game it had the pack and slash combat was nice top down or side scroll uh actually 2d side scroll okay so um yeah it was good uh, i liked it and it's one of those games one of my notes here actually is i can already tell that there will be some yelling moments for me with this one. 
Yeah. Woo. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to this one. I will I will more than likely pick it up when it comes out. Um yeah. So that's my first one. All right, Sarah, the next seven are all you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I went a little bit crazy and kind of just went through everything and uh picked a whole bunch that sounded kind of interesting to me. One that I was disappointed that was not on there that I've been looking forward to since I first heard of it is called Bear and Breakfast. It's basically Stardew Valley, only your bear that's starting up a bed and breakfast. I was hoping that would be on Next Best. But alas. Shame. Boo. Shame. But the first game I played was called The Block. Um, it is developed by Paul, you know, butcher this name, Schneff, I think. And it's published by Future Friends Games. Um, it's basically touted as a city builder for people that don't like city builders, which... Elaborate. So, yeah, uh, it's... The demo itself was, I think, a... I want to say... Was it? uh, A five-by-five grid. And you were just given, basically, a randomized building, sidewalk, or like a tree or something, and you can just place it someplace. So it starts you off in the very middle of this um, this grid, and then you're only allowed to place other buildings and such that are, like, attached to what's already there. So it's you just kind of build a weird little city block. So it was, it was very chill. Like, there's no huge goals or anything for it. Like, it definitely is a city builder for someone that doesn't like city builders. Okay. Or wants to like city builders and just doesn't follow through with them like I do. So Yeah, well I I was curious partly because that describes me pretty accurately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's very like there was like three colors basically. Like it's very, very simple graphics, very simple color schemes. Just click and set down a thing, like a building, you can rotate the the grid and it almost surprises me that that is a PC game. Same. I would expect it on the iPad. Yeah, that was my thought as well, was playing through it. I'm like, this would be a great mobile game. I play this all the time on mobile. So Interesting. Hopefully it comes to mobile at some time. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. seems like it'd be a... Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. but I've wishlisted it for myself just because it seemed very... just want to remember it too. And cool. they don't have a release date at all. It's just Those coming soon. Sons of bitches. Right? <laughs> Come on. Right? If you've got a product... It isn't even close to done. I want a damn release date. Come on. <laughs> also, I'm realizing it unrelated to anything, but there's I need to plug up that one corner. There's one corner that the light is coming through and it's just Radiant getting a god ray going yeah. here. Uh the next game that I played, basically I just played these in alphabetical order because I just went down the, our games list. Um I think I had heard about this. I think Chad had heard about it and brought it up to me before. It's called Cult of the Lamb, developed yes. by Massive Monster and published by Devolver Digital. So immediately you kind of grabbed me there with Devolver. Every Devolver game I've ever played, I've enjoyed. Um, basically, you are a sacrificial lamb, literally a lamb. Um, you're back, brought back to life by some sort of imprisoned god. Um, and the god only agrees to do it if you agree to start a cult that worships it and helps <laughs> helps destroy the four other like dukes or whatever they're described as um, because they're the ones keeping this god more or less trapped where they are and in prison. Um, yeah, so you, it's kind of like uh, hack and slashy, but it's also uh, you're getting resources to build the temple, you're getting followers to join your cult, you have to keep your followers fed and happy. And yeah, it's it's very the game itself in terms of graphics, it makes me think of the graphical style, the art style of like um oh what is it? Why am I bring this stuff? A game or a style? It's a cartoon. Oh. Uh, for public lamp. Just give me a second. Isn't it uh like the binding of Isaac or something? Well, a little bit, but I was also thinking. Um, Super Mario Brothers. Powerpuff Girls. Oh, okay. Makes me think of like that chibi style Powerpuff Girls. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's like very cutesy that way, but also like when you're hacking and slashing stuff, there's like blood splurting everywhere, and it's like a weird dichotomy of the two of them. So yeah, I wish listed that one, obviously. 
and it's coming out July 11th for $27.99. Don't tell me when it's coming out or how much it is. If you've got a product that's not done, I don't want to know. Go telling us when to buy shit. I will do what I want. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, do what you want. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. as long as it's fun. <laughs> uh, next game I played was Handy Man Corporation by UZ Games and published by GDevs.com. Um, it's a simulation game, um, basically, simulation of being a handyman. I would have never guessed, right? What kind of so, handyman? So, uh, basically, a, a general all, all contractor type thing, like. Uh, for the demo itself, you were just dropped into like basically a one bedroom apartment and told to fix a fridge oh. and some other items as well. And like redo, I think you're remodeling the kitchen or something there. I didn't get okay. very far in it though. I found we have a decent PC for gaming and whatever, but moving around, the frame rate was very jumpy. Mm, that's and it not was, a, no, and it's yeah. like, wow, betas. The, the graphic, yeah. we need a graphic card on this too. Yeah, but just, the... but just the same, like, <laughs> whatever. Graphics card. Who needs that? Yeah. Fuck you and your graphics card, son. <laughs> but even the graphic quality, like I played the hell out of um, uh, Power Wash Simulator, and oh, that yeah. one, yeah. I, I, we'll we'll talk about that one yeah. in another episode. <laughs> I've uh, I've seen it. Uh, I feel like I would love it, but I hate it. <laughs> it's so fucking good. But like the graphics on that are really decent, and. Handyman Simulator, like it, the graphic quality, like I don't know if it's because it's demo and beta and whatever. It's probably it's just beta. lower, yeah, and it's yeah. lower. But the fact that it was so jumpy was just kind of it turned me off a little bit. Plus, like the so you get a in, in your toolkit, you have a, a manual on how to fix everything, but you can't have the manual up while you're doing the thing at the same time. So I think uh, if they don't, I, I would hope that they fix that because I don't want to have to memorize books. It's so you don't want to be handyman, is what you're no, saying? No, I don't want to. Be, I want to simulate being a handyman. I don't want to be. If I am a real handyman, I have that book or that YouTube video in front of me while I'm doing the thing. Yeah, you're not <laughs> wrong on that. Yeah, and so like you get this, you get a screwdriver for some reason to reattach wires, but you miss. You put. One, That's actually probably about right, honestly. Yeah, but you put one wire in wrong, and your screwdriver breaks. Well, also probably not totally wrong. <laughs> As someone who's wired my fair share of circuits, uh, <laughs> depend, so have, yeah. depending on how you're doing it. <laughs> so you just have to order a new one. And I was just like, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I just, yeah, I think, I think that's one that maybe might be worth going back to when it's closer to yeah. finish to see what kind of final touches they put on it. But so negative I, two out of 10, we got it. Yeah. But, the release date is September 29th, so I don't know how, unless this was like an early build that they released, I, I can't. It's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, not super keen on it myself, but someone else might be. Don't. Oh my God. I'm, if that was on, oh, I don't it's, think it was yo, on camera. We really have to rethink this whole having the cats up on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I think you're off the hook because I don't think that was in frame. Uh, Yeah. So another game that I don't think I had heard of and just on a whim downloaded it and I'm now incredibly excited for it. It's called Blast Worker. It is developed by <laughs> Offy Wolf and Wood Interactive Limited and published by Wired Productions. It is my immediate thought in playing it um, was I felt like a portal game. Oh. Yes. In terms of you didn't get to see a whole lot of the game itself and how it will all play, but in terms of like storyline, and you're basically in a giant warehouse. You're the last human worker. Everything has gone automated with um with robots and whatnot, and you're, you're going through. And somehow you ended up down in like the training room, sort off things, and like it's just it had such a portal feel for it. Mm. I love portals so much that like it's it's plus shell shaded graphics. I also love those too so that was just another bonus point so yeah. well i think you're the only person in the world that likes either of those things. right so i know like that so, probably won't yeah, do well yeah so it's it's uh to be released sometime this year in 2022 okay. don't know when <laughs> yeah. you keep a track of all these games because yeah. i mean you better be right. i'm not 
Uh, right. Yeah, definitely not. Because like we're definitely not going to put any of the links in the description below. No, that's at all. That's correct. It's a game None search. No, it's we're actually no. We're going to go one step further. We're going to put the wrong links in the description below. I will link Steam search page. <laughs> put every single title but it just goes to the search no just, just the steam search <laughs> down below that's it yeah that's it. work for it come yeah, on come on <laughs> uh another game i played which surprised me with how much i enjoyed it was lonely mountains downhill developed by mega mega gone industries I probably said that totally wrong don't probably care. don't really care published by thunderful publishing um, it's a, like an old polygraphic style, and basically, basically, you're just mountain biking down a hill. Oh, that's that's literally all it is. Like you can you hit rocks and you you die, and you have to go back to checkpoints and okay, restart. Yeah, there, I've played lots of games like that. Yeah, it it was like super. Si- <laughs> Sorry, Chad just added <laughs> a sentence to my document. Oh, I see. It's a Google Doc. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm done, sir. Yeah. Unprofessional. <laughs> I apologize, Sarah. Please continue talking about this big game. <laughs> but yeah, I, I played the hell out of it. I did the entirety of the demo and then immediately put it in my cart because it was also on sale for a Steam Summer Sale. Which one was this? Uh, the downhill biking one. Oh, yeah. oh man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this... So, Excite bike. That's the one kind I'm thinking of. of. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of was. Um, yeah. Even watching Sarah play it, I'm like totally. It, it reminded me of um, oh, what was that one for the 360? Uh, mm, it was a big popular one that was on the 360, and same thing, mountain bike, and you're doing like all these crazy like jumps and loops, and you're trying to like oh, uh, Dune. Yes, <laughs> Years of War. Trials, trials, something, trials. I'll look it up. Yeah, <laughs> I think I also enjoyed it because when I play like GTA Online and and such, like well, that's one of the things I love doing is just the off roading, like in vehicles or in cars or dirt bikes or whatever. So. Again, I think you're the only person. Totally, totally. In the world. I am exactly. I'm, I'm like totally just like, own unique person. Yeah, you're just so weird. Yeah, yeah. Nobody I'm likes so weird. Oh my, so god. Weird. oh my god. All right, cool. Yeah. Trials. Uh, trials. Are you still on that? Well, it's, it's trials. Like the, the main heading of the game is trials, but I think there was like trials. There's a bunch of different ones in the series. I just can't find the first one. Is there a court version of it too? Oh, probably. Yeah. Court trial. Ooh. <laughs> it's weird uh, trials. I'll queue up some crickets in post. Thank trials, you. trials Thank fusion, you. trials. Uh, Trials Rising, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it looked like a really fun game. It was fun every time Sarah would fall off the top of it. I w- I was just giggling like a maniac too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as one does. Yeah, it's a kitty. We'd like to introduce our guest at this time, Scooter. Scooter, how are you feeling? Oh, you uh, next game we played was. <laughs> Aww. Thank you. <laughs> it's called The Many Pieces of Mr. Q, um, <laughs> developed and produced by Gamma Next. It's a point and click story, which seems point and click seem to be coming back in again. Yeah. Is, yeah. Like uh, Monkey Island style. Yeah. Yeah. I never important. got into those. Neither have I, because I didn't find the level of interactivity to be all that engaging, apart from. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're coming back in part because of Escape Simulator. Yeah, yeah. that's my stance on it. I think yeah. between them and Visual Novel. No, I don't think that has. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was a point-and-click story about a little yellow guy trying to open a present. He wanted an apple, and some disembodied hand gave him an apple, and then shoved the present away. It, it's really it's a bizarre game, but also the puzzles in it itself. Quite enjoyable, so it's a puzzle-based point-and-click type thing. So I'm curious about it. I'll probably pick it up when it's on a sale at some point, but the release date is until 2023, so whatever. Fair enough. Um, another, I, there was two rhythm-based games that we downloaded. One of them I know. Did you actually try it? I don't think. Which one? The metal. 
Yes. Okay. Oh, God, yes. Do you want to talk about that now or the other one first? Uh, let's talk about this one. Uh, Metal Health Singers. Yes. Holy crap. So this game... Uh, it's developed by The Outsiders and published by Funcom. Yeah. This game is fucking fun. So it's basically Doom, but you okay. have to fire your gun to the beat of this kick-ass metal soundtrack that plays throughout the whole game. And it is so fucking good. When you say have to. You don't have to, but you get, you get, you get bonus, bonus points and yeah. stuff. So it's like, you're like... <laughs> like, it's, Interesting. it's so good. And it, it looks like Doom. Straight out of freaking Doom. Yeah. Oh my... It's, fighting demons. You're a huh. demon fighting other yeah. demons. It reminded me a lot, too, of uh, a game that released earlier in the year called... Uh, BPM beats bullets per minute. Yeah. Uh, same thing. It was a first person shooter where you were firing your gun to the beat of the music, and the enemies would have to fire their guns at the beat of the music as well. Huh. Interesting. But this one to me is like the, the metal alone, the whole metal soundtrack. Was- yeah. Well, we know you like metal music. I no. love country. Chad. Yeah, dude. Um, Willie Nelson, number one fan right here. Yeehaw. I love me some Garth Brooks. Unrolls, bitches. <laughs> And like the music was really good too, because it's yeah. not just like oh, generic yeah. like metal music. Like they have Alyssa White from um, Arch Enemy in one of the songs that they demoed. And like when your combo, you you always have the instrumentals going, but when you get your combo up to sixteen, that's when the vocals come in. And so it's just like yeah, yeah. it feels like the badass part of the action movies that just constantly. So it's really really good. interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's, I highly recommend it. To anybody that's into like first person shooters or like rhythm based games, like this, and if you like heavy metal, yeah, fair enough, yeah, Which sounds fun. All, yeah. all 768,944, probably, yeah. Oh, did we lose some? Well, well no, those no. these are just the metal fans, yeah. Oh, yeah. All, yeah. All, all, all 8 million of our viewers probably aren't all metal, fans. Mm, maybe two or three, not, yeah, yeah. yeah and so that one is released on september 15th this year so looking forward to that one cool uh the other rhythm game i played um i don't believe chad did it's called melatonin it's developed and um published by half sleep ironically enough i fell asleep while she was playing I'm not good at it. <laughs> I, I'm not good at rhythm-based games for the most part to begin with. But this one is, I don't know if it's just my ineptitude with it or, or if it is just exceptionally unforgiving. Because um, like basically it's this guy that's falling asleep on his couch at home and he's, you're playing the music in his dreams. And so the first level you play, he's like eating pizza and pizza's getting shot out of the box into his mouth. For the life of me, I can't get the, like, it, you have to match up the circle that goes up to the button that you have to press. It has to be exactly, like, matched up. The A needs to cover the A in order for it to count properly. So Yeah, it's not, they, it's, they just haven't dialed in their, no, their so, controls yet. Yeah, so for that one, it was particularly, like, for it, yeah. but, um, the, the other levels were, were a lot more forgiving. Like the shopping one was was great. And I like that one. So you have both. So you get the practice before each one where you get to kind of more or less learn the rhythms and the cues that are in the visuals itself. But in the actual scored version of the game, they take away the assist unless you specifically request to have it in there. So you have to go based off the music and any visual cues. So it's, it's definitely <laughs> difficult. Um, but yeah. Like I said, it needs to dial in, especially with just that one level. Yeah. Also, I just need to get better too, apparently. Yeah, get better. Yeah. Jeez. Get good, scrub. Yeah, I'm going to cut it now and I'll do my last game. Uh, okay. I wish you would. Also, yeah. if you're interested, <laughs> Melatonin is released on September 16th. Okay. See, that's one thing I didn't check on. Was release uh, that's okay. Money. They can find out. Yeah. Do some work. Yeah. 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 Come on. Um, the other game I checked out was called Tyrant's Blessing. Uh, it's a uh, art. It's like strategy RPG. Uh, the the first thing that popped in my head when I played it was uh, Final Fantasy Tactics or uh, Tactics Ogre. Okay. Uh, one of those, really, even Vandal Heart actually too, uh, which is probably one of my fucking favorite games of all time. Vandal Heart. 
Right. Um, you play on a small little, I'm not sure the size specifically, but it's an isometric 3D map. And then there's 2D sprites placed on a grid-based strategy RPG game, your usual pair. They're dubbing it um, an RTS slash roguelite style of a game. So when you die, you know, your progress isn't lost. It kind of, depending on certain things like levels and shit, you still carry them over into future runs of a game. Um, it's interesting. Uh, like I said, it, I only had a small amount of time. So these are just like little tidbits of, that I had with it. But it's, if you're, I think if you're a, if you were a fan of uh, Final Fantasy Tactics or Tactics Ogre uh, for back during the Super Nintendo days or PlayStation 1 days, I think you will find some enjoyment out of this one. Um, it's releases. I will tell you in a second. Hold, please. Hold, please. Uh, it releases holding. on August 8th of this year. Oh, so, oh nice. Soon. Yeah, by uh, Mercury Game Studio and published by Freedom Games. So definitely check that one out. It looks like it could be a fun little one for those retro style RPG tactic fans. And Kat, say hi, Scooter. She was saying hi. That's why I had to figure out. Yeah. He's baking now. Yeah. And now we take episode two of this podcast right back to Sarah. Yeah. Next one I played, also excited for now, called Moon Farming. Yeah, come on, Sarah. Moon farming! Give us, give us Moon a- farming! Jeffrey! <laughs> it's uh, developed by Simula M and published by Playway SA. Um, it was only an alpha, but uh, like considering what it was at already, like <laughs> what they what they did for the demo was definitely already pretty well developed. Um Basically, it's like Subnautica on the moon. You're building a colony on the moon. Interesting. Yes. What's different about it than other, like, let's say, Surviving Mars? Have you played Surviving Mars? I have not. I see it all the time. It's come up several times in my suggested list, so I do think I should probably check it out. What's uh, What's the goal of colonizing the moon like are you terraforming it or just economic i think it's um from what what they kind of give you it's more like building a like colony building type thing so you can like do indoor plants and stuff but maybe mm. some terraforming later on raise some cats maybe maybe uh, space yeah. cats moon cat yeah moon cats yeah uh. there is a um what was it there's a cyber truck on the moon oh fair enough doesn't drive very well on the moon no it wouldn't <laughs> So that one is releasing soon. But yeah, that's true because I remember watching that. You were flying all over the freaking place. On it, was <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, nuts. it would be a little powerful for the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I literally <laughs> drove it up a hill and jumped out and just watched it. Like, yeah, just yeah. entered orbit. Really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. But yeah, I probably will be playing the hell out of that whenever that all comes right. out, considering cool. how much I played Subnautica. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, then I played a game called Nyad. This is a very neat game. It's uh, developed and published by High Warp, and it is a cozy game, is the best way to describe it. I love me some cozy games. Basically, it kind of looks like Paper Keto, I guess, kind of like Paper Mario type stuff like that. And you're just basically a river spirit going down your river, gathering fish and frog friends to follow you, and like helping ducklings get back to their mom. Just solve. It's like... Very when, similar to it's a very chill game. When do you take over the world? Uh probably when you get to the ocean. Okay. Very yeah. similar to uh flower or uh, yes. uh yeah. journey. journey. That kind of yeah. that kind of game where you're like leading or uh following like a, a designated path. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, semi-designated yeah. path. Yeah. That's just very chill, very pretty. The music is nice. Like I liked it. So it's supposed to be released third quarter of this year. Don't know when, but it's on the ocean. So I will know eventually. Uh, Chad said it's the worst game on earth. Yes, totally. Uh, another game I played <laughs> is called Spirit Tea. I saw this oh, a God, long yeah. time ago. Yeah, you were uh, going on about this one. Yes, even before, even before um, Next Fest. It was developed 
or it is developed by Cheese Master Games, published by No More Robots. Um, Surprisingly, they know jack shit about cheese. Maybe. Disappointed. How much do you know about cheese? I know that I can cut it. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a good thing to know. Fair enough. (laughs) Sorry. No, you're not. So, spirit tea. Yes, spirit tea. So, it's basically, it's advertised as a mix of Stardew Valley, Spirit Fair, and uh, Spirited Away. Um, a lot of spirits. It is. Well, it is a yeah. lot of spirits. It's, there literally is a lot of spirits. You're running, you've moved from the big city to the country. Are you going to sneeze? No, I was wondering, how how long do you have to steep a spirit in order to make tea out of it? Oh. Well, it's a special tea pot that makes you see spirits. Is it called an urn? <laughs> yeah, I, be, I think I'd rather. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I'd rather a game where you but like then, cremate people and then make tea out of their remains. But then, okay, we'll we'll make you, that game after we finish. Uh, spill spill yeah. yeah, but then if it's if it's would it not be considered like chocolate milk or hot chocolate because it's more of a powder? Well, like matcha no, is a tea and it comes. In yeah, powder. It, anything oh, you anything you besides mancha besides <laughs> mancha. That's the next game. Yep. Mancha. And the rule is anything you put in a tea bag becomes tea. Oh. So, like, toss some steak in there, you got, you got beef tea. I noticed that your child was a little edgy. How about some Lego tea? There you go. Yeah. 100%. I think that's how smallpox started. Uh, I wanted live bat tea, you fucked. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, tell us about this game. <laughs> by the way, this off-track fucking comedy segment has been brought to you by... I don't know. Monster? Dinner. I'm drinking... None of us are drinking the same thing. No. No, we're not. Not sponsored. Monster, if you sponsor us, I will give up my... Not scooter. No. Anything but scooter. Scooter's mine. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure she's like, okay, well, stop squeezing me so hard, Dad. No, she loves it. <laughs> Tell us about Spirit Tea. Yes, so uh, you are a city person that moves to a countryside village. Because um, every game is like that now. Uh, and you end up drinking tea from a special teapot, start seeing spirits. Uh, cat spirit is what you first see, and it guides you to a spirit bathhouse, basically, like what's in. Right away, if you've watched that, and basically the bathhouse is. <laughs> I have a comment about this, but continue. It's a thing. It's a thing. Continue. <laughs> um, but uh, no one's been taking care of this bathhouse for years, and so all the local spirits have kind of forgotten who they are, and you need to help them remember who they are by running this bathhouse and. Yeah. <laughs> this appears to be the story of a child who was drugged with LSD and then <laughs> Oh my god! Oh hmm. my. Alright. <laughs> I'm going to learn something from this dead naked guy. <laughs> I... <laughs> By the way, sir, you're not wearing a towel. I mean, drank some tea and then went on a on a little journey, did we, to a bathhouse? <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, spear tea coming soon. <laughs> heavy metal go that way too. <laughs> oh dear God, I might cut that part. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have two games left. One is called Toilet Chronicles. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> this is that one with the tentacle. Oh. Go- Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah this one. Yeah, this uh, one. Maybe I don't need to cut that other part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Toilet Chronicles was developed by Maddie. I'm not... Uh, Abdi Karamoff. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Published by Bomby Games. It's 2008. You're trapped in a washroom. You have to escape. It's an escape room game. Oh, okay. But it's also weird. Um, it has multiple endings. You have notes that are telling you from this, this other guy in a stall in the washroom. That you end up passing a roll of toilet paper too. Yes. And well, that's what he's writing the messages on, is on the toilet paper. Yeah. Is this like a sequel to Spirit Tea or? 
Maybe. I don't know. Maybe this is what happens in the United States version of Spirit John. <laughs> but it's yeah, a, it, it, the, the bathroom, the whole bathroom looked like something straight out of like a really crappy downtown bar. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Yeah. 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 So when you go into the one stall, you're able to go in and then lock and then unlock the door. It starts a timer. The door to the actual washroom disappears and you have three minutes to escape this room. There's multiple endings. And yeah, it was. That's odd. Yeah, it was really weird. I'm strangely interested in playing this. It's it's I would recommend it because it is like so friggin bizarre. Yeah. And yeah, it releases on July 14th. So you can try it soon. I started watching Sarah play this, and when I looked over, all I seen was a tentacle wrapping around her character. So all you see on screen is like tentacle and tentacle and tentacle, and then you hear, and then it shows like ending something of something. So I'm like, what the fuck? So Sarah restarted, and I noticed that she was in a shitter in an open event, and there's a grenade. And then turn and open the stall, and there's a shitter. And I'm like, well, wait, can you actually sit on it? And sure as hell, and yes, you're, you can. You're disembodied legs when you're on yep. the shitter. There you go. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, okay. it's it's quirky and weird. It's and, a weird game, but yeah. it was intriguing, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, the last game I played also, last demo I played, was also quite weird. The Life Gallery by 751 Games. Um, it is a creepy kind of point-and-click. Uh, visual poetry book? Visual novel? It, I don't even know how to really, really describe it. There's this game I played years ago on Steam called Cat Lady, and it's like, also, it was a horror genre, kind of point-and-click type thing. I don't know. It was, it was bizarre, and it had very simple puzzles in it. But I was also morbidly curious to see where the hell the story was going because you like solve the puzzle and then it's like a single line of a poem or a story or whatever is going on with this in this overall story. And possibly the main character killed their family. I'm not sure. Very curious as to what's going on. So I put it on my wish list to pick up whenever it's on sale because my curiosity is peaked when I need to know. So Fair enough. yeah. Being released soon. There you go. Yeah. And that's it. That's all of them. That was all my demos that I demoed. Well then. I'm glad demos are coming back in. And that was what I mean, that was what I guess our picks for from Steam Next Fest that at least we found to be mm -hmm. interesting. Especially that spirit tea. I can't wait for the sequel, Mancha. Yeah, Mancha, that's gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll tell you I my favorite thing from Steam Next Fest is it yes. Next Fest uh, was RimWorld uh, because that's the only game I've played recently. Uh, it's a great game. Uh, I think it's going to be released about what four years ago. <laughs> uh, really cool sort of colony builders, don't starve sort of vibe. Uh, if you're interested, check it out. Four years ago when it came out. Um, <laughs> We'll put the link in the description. <laughs> in, uh, uh, I have been playing RimWorld, though, and I've been enjoying it. Although I... So, total departure from the the, the list of uh, games, which was great. Um, when I play... Do you play games like... I know you play Stardew. Yeah. Uh, do you play any uh, games that are like Colony Builder, sort of survival-ish? Uh, not really. You played Harvest Moon when you were younger, didn't you? Hell no. Well, I thought you played Harvest Moon. No, I played Civil. No, no, you're, uh, you watched Sailor Moon. I played it, yeah. Ah. No, no, that was Kirk. Kirk, Kirk watched Sailor Moon. I didn't. Um, I was just I'm in the room fucking, while it was on. I'm a fucking Transformer <laughs> guy, okay? But, um, no, I played uh, like Civilization 2 and 3. I was always big on okay. the Civilization sure. games. So, a um, little different. But, so what I was, where I was going was. There's just something that feels good about. Growing your and massing your technology so so advanced that you drop a nuke on a bunch of club welding elephant riders. Yeah. No. Well, if you're gonna nuke somebody, it should be somebody in the Stone Age. Yeah. 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 That's why I personally think we should nuke the Amazon rainforest and get everyone who's uncontacted. Right. I mean, 
And also, perfect. Fuck spiders. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, yes. Fuck spiders. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm actually in nuking them. <laughs> I'm sure millions of people will be like, yeah, they're fucking <laughs> dinner plate I size nasties. Um, That's Australia. We wouldn't bother. We like them. Well, you know, the benefit of the part, the benefit of that is most of Australia doesn't have any people. Sure. So you're actually okay. Yeah. Uh, so what I was going to say was I, whenever I play a game like RimWorld or Don't Starve or even Stardew Valley to some extent, I always get to the sort of plateau where like RimWorld right now, uh, I restarted my colony a handful of times because I wanted to play with uh, exclusively Bloodlust and Psychopath uh, colonists. So that I could like butcher people and everything else and it would all be good. This is actually a common strategy. I just like it because I think it's amusing. Um, <clears throat> but I get to this point where right now I've got like my big barn full of animals and and I'm growing like I'm horses are out of control. I'm eating nothing but horse meat because I'm just they're breeding like you wouldn't believe. Uh, so the horses and, are funny. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> the gestational period in that game is like probably I mean it's off by a significant margin but it's like almost rational yeah. but then the maturation rate is like crazy it's like oh they're like a year old they're good to go <laughs> and it's like no I don't think that's quite right um, but uh, are you looking it up? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong uh, so anyways uh like I'm at this point where I'm super comfortable in the game. Like I don't have to do anything. The colony just runs itself. Yeah. From 18 months old. Oh, okay. It's probably not that outrageous. But usually then. domesticated horses are allowed to mature to at least three years old. Yeah. I just let them do their thing. So I guess that's not yeah. that outlandish. Okay. And so gestation is between 11 and 13 months. Okay. So the timing in the game isn't actually that far off. Uh, in that case, then uh, if we ever find ourselves in a post-apocalyptic, uh, colony situation. Horse, uh, horse meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So, anyways, so I'm at this point where I don't really have to do anything. I, I literally I can just let the game run and kill the occasional like raiding party, and I'm good to go. But I feel like I should be building more stuff to like further the colony, and I'm kind of like, eh. I already feel like I beat the game, even though I'm nowhere near beating the game. Do you have that when yeah. you're playing those games? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, you get to a point where you're just like, I have to do so much more work to advance so much further. Yeah, like sixteen steps. You almost don't want to destabilize your colony, which yeah. I guess is why they do like the raids and stuff. Because mm -hmm. like, well, if we destabilize your colony for you, then you won't feel bad about having to like move to the next step. Yeah. But I don't know. They're like maybe I just defended too well because it's just it never it never bothers my colonists. They're fine. Like I've got three guys defending my colony. It's great. Um, yeah. So I'm I was curious because like that's always the thing that I struggle with in in that specific genre. Mm -hmm. I always get to that plateau mm -hmm. and then kind of like I don't like yeah. I had fun. I don't I don't hate the game. Uh, I even enjoy still playing it, but I play it more to like screw around than actually try to evolve the colony. Yeah. I was wondering if I was alone in that. I'm no. curious if you're watching what well, your thoughts are. I find I, mean, I I would uh I'm just I'm looking at uh Brim world right now and like even the visual style is very like it's uh very among us it, it kind of reminds sure. me of among us yeah but no it looks actually really really cool and it's on sale right now too it's 10 percent off so it's a neat game i i've been enjoying it um so again if you've been under a rock for the last four it'd be, years it'd be one of those things though where like when you have like the the well-oiled machine right yeah everything just seems to be working fine or whatever, I think that's when I'd be more inclined to like, all right, let's fuck some shit up and just do something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I feel I like I just need a date where I've got absolutely nothing to do and I can just like completely gut the colony. I have this problem with Factorio too, actually. Same, mm -hmm. same idea. I'll get the factory running and then it's like, oh, in order to get to the next like science pack, I'd have to like tear up a good chunk of the colony, a good chunk of the factory and rebuild it. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think I find with those like you have to give yourself artificial challenges. Almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even uh, we were, we were there's a streamer that we watch sometimes that does a GTA Five RP. Yeah, and she was going through a bunch of her notes and stuff, and found uh, a bunch of the pre 
the pre like really high grade uh stardew valley farm layouts and shit like that that oh, she actually yeah. did um oh yeah she did like charts and stuff for yeah something like that like i mean it's it's all well and good to like have you know charts and shit where like if you if you're playing like this or and they say like oh the best way you know this is the best way to play the game is to do it like this and, fuck off like yeah, uh, i, I, I want to like chaos right i would take something like this and i would 100 just like okay everything's normal now right let's fuck around like let's and i would i would do things out of the norm and then just see if like how well chaos can you know kind of mm-hmm. get sure. shit going yeah. and shit like that and i think her chart because I've looked these up myself too, where it's like farm planning, where it's just like you have the layout of the farm itself and then you just pre-plan what you want to do with the entire thing, like what your thing will more or Yeah, well, is, so. Factorio is a lot of that because you got various uh, input-output ratios and you, you really do kind of want to figure them out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't mind doing that. No. I think Factorio does it better than some games because you get construction drones at a certain point which means that you just you can like just drop down a blueprint and they'll build it for you as long as you have the stuff yeah so it makes like rebuilding your base a little less painful mm-hmm. um but yeah with rimworld i'm like oh i'd have to do so i i actually don't need to do that much but i'm just like yeah like yeah i could go through the eight thousand things of research to get my starship going just to get to another planet where i restart but do I care? Mm-hmm. I'd rather just eat horse meat, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like apparently it's delicious. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's right, Scooter. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I was curious because that's I've been playing that, and that's just every time I play one of these games, I end up in that sort of same situation where I just. You get to that, yeah. I kind of plateau, and then I'm like, ah, do I even want to go further? Do I just want to have fun? Like, yeah. GT, I, I actually, you know what? Maybe I'm just a jackass when it comes to game, because when I'm playing... Keep your paws off the keyboard. Because when I'm playing GTA and stuff, I'll do, like, four or five quests until I get to, like, the sweet spot for abandoning the main line, mm-hmm. and then I'll never finish the game. <laughs> Although I... Feel like in GTA that's like ninety percent of people, yeah. so I don't feel too bad about that. I don't know. In GTA, GTA is a uh, a fun one because you can reach a point in that where you're just having so much fun. And I do this all the time. I have GTA. never completed a GTA game. GTA Five, uh, Three was actually the so I never finished Three. Yeah, because it was just so much fun to fucking drive around and just causing chaos and getting that wanted rating up so high so that you you're just seeing how much you can get away with and all that it's it was fun uh san andreas was great because they added so so much to that game and you just had a multitude of things to do in it uh five five is one where you can get to a point in that game where you're literally you can like just fucking around because some of the interactions that the players isn't that every GTA game though. Yeah. But this one, because you have three different protagonists, it's uh, it's a bit different. So each one has different interactions with, uh, with different people, with different people. Right. And it's, it's really cool to see like how some of these, like when you switch from Michael to Trevor and Trevor's like drunk and he's riding a scooter or he's riding his truck, chasing after some guy in a scooter. He's going, scooter boy, scooter. <laughs> yeah. Like, or you switch over to Michael, and he's Michael's the cinephile, the cinephile guy. So he's just getting yeah, up yeah. after watching a film, you know, whatever. It's it's just really cool. But like, I think yeah, like with any of the sandbox style. I mean, even Saints Row, you could. Say, yeah, I was gonna say like just with with you riding around, just seeing how much trouble you can get in GTA. That's literally how I spend half the time in Saints Row three mm-hmm. and four. Like. It's ridiculously fun in those games to do that. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, did you guys did you, have you ever played GTA like the original GTA? The the top, the yeah. top down top down one. Yeah. yeah, I still love that game. Yeah, it's it so was, good. It was uh, that was a fun one. Uh, the fucking uh, yeah, that was that was one of those ones where it's like yeah. If you if you don't know what we're talking about, check it out. It's the original GTA. 
Um, and it's like a top down 2D sort of 2.5D ish. Um, and it's, it's great. I mean, it's got all of the right GTA sort of, uh, tropes to it and everything. You get your wanted rating and you steal cars of varying qualities and everything, but it's just, I don't know, something about it being like a 2D game, just it yeah. feels so different and yet it's still very much GTA. Oh yeah. 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 Actually yeah. the the way that it's done, it makes, I don't know what they're called, but it makes me think of those like old, um, like they're actual like toy plastic things. Um, do you know, my uncle has some, Ross has some. Where it's like it makes that weird humming noise and it looks like you're driving and you're just moving. Oh, I know oh, exactly yeah, but, but, what you're talking about. Those those games that like scroll and it looks yeah, like it, but it's yeah. not digital, it's mechanical. Yeah, yeah I do there's, know exactly what yeah, you're talking there's about. There's something about those that makes me think of GTA yeah. original. So. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very happy cat. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, what else? Uh, what have I been doing lately? So uh, I reorganized the board games. That's important. Got some new ones to uh, check out. So we got to oh, play yeah. Madara at some point. Oh, still, yeah. we need to unbox Madara. We do need to unbox and Madara and Wonderbook. And, Wonderbook. and Wonderbook. Yep. I <clears throat> uh, still haven't unboxed Doctor Who, which may or may not be any good, but whatever. Um, what else? Uh, Richter was showing me some games this afternoon when I was over there. Uh, he was showing me... Yeah, some games. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, I'm terrible. We hear uh, that one uh, Bard song. Bard sung. Bard sung. Yes. Every time. It's, I know. Same. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. <clears throat> yeah, they were playing at that uh, last night, actually. Oh, right on. Uh, yeah, he invited me, but I couldn't make it. I had some other stuff I had to do. But uh, it looks really cool. Big game. Big, big game. Yeah. The pieces yeah. are... Uh, yeah. Yeah, some of those uh, boss creatures oh, are God. big, big, big. Yeah. Amazing. Well, so, I, really I think good. he got through that through the Kickstarter. Did he not? And then he uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he got yeah. some extra. Yeah. <laughs> Richter gets everything through Kickstarter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he's the original Kickstarter addict, which is not a judgment, by the way. No. No. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, what was the name of the RPG system you sent me this morning? Uh, oh, uh, the new one coming soon. Uh, Infernal something? It's uh, uh, Helgard. 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 It's... Uh, it's a new Elgar Curse of Cana. It's by a Granite Glyph Publishing Company, and it said that. Uh, if you scroll down a bit more, it's uh, Monster Fight Club and somebody else in association uh, with Campaign Coin. Yeah. So yeah, it's another one. It's a uh, it's a rules. Elgar Curse of Cana is a rules light role playing game of infernal fantasy, complete with five single night adventures and tools to create others, featuring contributions from legendary world builders. And game designers Ed Greenwood, Gwendolyn Kestrel, John Wick, and others. John Wick? Oh. I know, that was my thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I'm going to have to watch John Wick. He's finally put the Uzi down and decided to do something. <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, yeah, no, I. Uh, that looks fun. We, I might, uh, when they actually put the Kickstarter up 12 days from now, so probably after you're watching this, it's probably already started. Mm -hmm. um, I'll uh, I'll probably check it out. I feel like every time I do a new RPG, I just think, oh man, I could play D and D instead. Um, but uh, I like the fact that it's focused on rules light and single night adventures. Yeah, yeah. those that I like. Um, actually, that total non sequitur. And this is interesting. I'm I'm curious to know people in the comments as well. All eight million of you. Um, yes. Murder mysteries. Oh, yeah. You like murder mysteries? Yeah. Chad, what are your thoughts? He has no thoughts. You're, you heard it here. I have only played a murder mystery with a few people, and hopefully they're not watching, uh, and it was atrocious. I hated it. Um, but I think that's because those people weren't role players. I think I might enjoy it with the right group of people, because it's basically just role playing. Yes. And it also has to be done right. There was one I did on a New Year's 
and there was more women than men at this one, and so they gender swap. Mm. But the character I played was a bit of a floozy and was supposed to go around and flirt with all the men. But because they were gender swapped, I didn't know they were originally supposed to be male characters. I see. So there was no way I was going to figure that out who the murderer was. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and yeah. So, okay, so people. murder mystery. How are murder mysteries supposed to work? Because uh, every time I've ever done one, somebody's just like handed me a slip of paper, and I've only done a few. And they're like, here's your character. And it, it tells you like some, some high level backstory and then like whether or not you're the murderer. Although usually that's like a, a second or third act that you actually get the information that you're the murderer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is weird because when we start, because nobody theoretically knows that they're the murderer right off the, the mm-hmm. hop, at least in the ones that I've done. And I'm like, so nobody knows if they're the murderer. So we're all just playing like, maybe I kill them. Yeah. Uh, and then you finally get to the third act and then everybody's like, oh, I'm not the murderer. Okay. Uh, that seems really dumb to me. Is yeah. that how it's supposed to be done? I don't, or? I don't remember it being that way. So I've done at least two I can think of. The first one, um, we kind of just all sat around the kitchen and did it that way. But I think... Sure. I think the murderer knew right away with that one. Yeah. Um, but I don't know about the other one I did it for New Year's. I feel like if I was going to do a murder mystery, and and we might do one as a yeah. group, I figure if I was going to do one, I think I would have to hide clues around the house that have, like, information attached to them. Yeah, like, kind of like crime scene type Yeah, thing. like, straight up yeah. hide a knife yeah. with, like, a post-it note yeah. strapped to it yeah. that you got to find throughout yeah. the evening. So yeah. so that second one I did for New Year's, they gave us all of our character information. Yeah. Uh, I think a week ahead of time or so. So yeah, that makes more to, sense. Yeah. So we could figure out the character and then we were supposed to costume as well. Sure. So <laughs> I think doing it that way and then having, there was props at this one too. Yeah. So. That seems like a better way to do yeah. it. I think maybe I just did terrible ones because that's always something I've wondered about. Cause I know people that swear by murder mysteries. They're like, Oh, they're the most fun way to spend a night. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I'm like, I think you're insane. But I maybe I've just been terrible at them or like not terrible at them, but had terrible ones. You know what else I just realized is these I left these strip lights on and I hope it looks fine. I don't think there's any flickering. I'm going to turn them off now and let's hope. I haven't seen any. The cameras will sometimes flicker, but I I think I think it's fine. I'm going to turn them off anyways. Uh, Bear with me, all of you at home, although I'll probably cut this part out anyways. Um, yay, Cantina! Check it out through the power of wireless communication. Whoa, it's like it got darker. That did yeah. get darker. I'm actually gonna turn them back up. <laughs> I don't think they're flickering. I think no. they're fine. <laughs> it actually made like a, a notable difference. Yeah. I'll put that in the blooper reel. <laughs> uh yeah so that's all right murder mystery i'll have to let me know in the comments tell me i'm an idiot and i'm being judgmental or something or tell me how to do them properly i don't know because it's something that i feel like i should enjoy but i've never had a good one i've never had a good yeah experience. i think i think probably having a group of our peers i think that's probably yeah. step one yeah yeah um also when you're doing it you need to someone needs to be like the host yeah. to answer questions. So there has to be an organizer. Sky voice. Yeah. Yes. We need a sky, sky voice. We'll, we'll, get, uh, we'll get Devin to be sky voice. Yes. You can also talk to the sister. She would be an excellent no, sky voice. No. Um, I have a rule where I don't talk to your sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, most people don't talk to my sister. <laughs> That's like, true. Out yeah. of the billions of people on earth, most <laughs> of them do not exactly. talk to your sister. Yep. Especially um, you, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> And Jim, yeah, Lance, Jim, come on, <laughs> Gary. Don't be mean to Gary. All right. <laughs> yeah, and Aloysius is cool too. Aloysius, yeah, he suffered enough. Yeah, cool guy, yeah. cool guy. Josephine. We have more cats. Josephine's terrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. If your name is Josephine, there's one for you. I hate you. <laughs> Josephine was also the name of, of the uh, your character, character, yeah. Well, not my character. No, no, sorry, not <laughs> yours. Yes, yeah, you're. The- ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. And on that note, I think that should wrap up episode two. We could wrap up episode two. I yeah. Think, yeah. So yeah. put a bow on it. So if you're still with us after that long meandering conversation, mm-hmm. hit the like button. Subscribe if you're into it. Uh, yeah. Chad's going to angrily point his phone, although I'm not going to cut to that camera, so it doesn't matter. And uh, join our Discord, comment, do all of the things. <laughs> we love you so much, all 8 million of you. 8 yeah. million and 2 by now, I would assume. I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah. And, uh, so we'll still see just you. 8 million because fuck those. Yeah, yeah, those two people, they're the ones we hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you so much. 